Hi, everybody. Welcome to the latest edition of Volley. I'm Carolyn April, and as always, looking for my good friend, Seth Robinson. Seth. Hey, what's up? Oh, eager for the weekend, I think. Yeah. Sun, sun shining today, so that's good. Are um, you all settled back in after your trip here to Global Headquarters last week? Uh, yeah, yeah. I am all back in the saddle here. Um, a fairly uneventful trip, so it was nice to see you, though, and... Um, it's always good to just do a little reconnection at the mothership. Yeah, right? yeah. Get your batteries charged up and then <laughs> go back into the wilderness. So, go back to the woods here. Hey, we're having a beautiful sunny day here, and it's in the 40s, um, which for New Hampshire at this time of the year is it's not is, is unusual. It's been really cold. So it was so cold last week out in Chicago though when I was out there. Oh my god. Yeah. I think it, yeah, that was that was unfun, the weather. I think, I think it got worse uh, after you left. Like, you left, and then that kind of storm came in, and then the weekend was pretty bad. So I think you missed the worst of it. Oh, good. We got snow right after I got back, but I, it, it was good. The, the nice kind of snow. Not too much. Makes things pretty again. Because the snow here, had we'd had a lull between storms, and, you know, when it starts to get dirty and grungy and gross and, you know, brown snow on the side of the roads, it's just, that's lucky. So now it's nice and coated white again, which I like. Nice. Yeah, very nice. Well, I thought that we would, uh, yeah, I thought that today we would tackle a topic that's been in the news quite a bit and is not impeachment, um, and that is... Say, has anything else been in the news this week? It's hard, hard to imagine, but yeah, if you you scroll down the page quite a bit, then you eventually get to some other stories, and and one of them is kind of a a rehash. It's, It's this idea, again, of should Apple or other tech companies create backdoors into their phones and their messaging systems so that the government can get in? So I, Bill Barr uh, kind of raised the issue again and was asking Apple to get into a phone um, from a recent incident. And part of the point is that they, they just can't do that today. Like the encryption is not built with backdoors. And so to ask them to get in is something that they can't do, um, and so there there could be you know some amount of posturing there. But I think to me the more interesting question is should they? So you've got you know these private companies that are building these new communication tools. They fall under some regulations, but they're also very different from communications that we've had before, where the government has been able to access via you know wiretaps or whatever. They've built you know, legal methods where if they can present a case and get a wiretap, then they can go in and they can at least get to the communication. Whereas now with these digital communications and encryption without a backdoor, there is no way. And so you kind of enter this debate of should there be one or not? Well, I, I'm happy to debate that. But as as you, as you were talking, the irony was not lost on me that the private companies in the tech industry that may be completely opposed to doing this for the government are collecting our data all the time <laughs> and everything about us. And I'm thinking about, you know, the Alexas you have in your home that are listening to you. And obviously, um, you know, everything online is fairly documented. So it's pretty ironic for the private companies to put up a fight. Now, I'm not advocating necessarily that I think they should open things up for the government, but um, you, 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 it can, you just can't lose the irony here. <laughs> yeah, that's a really interesting point, actually, is that uh, to some extent, 
they have the ability to collect things. And, and a lot of them will say, like Apple, for, for instance, will say that where their communications are encrypted, they don't even have access to that. And, and Apple is one that likes to stand up on privacy because they don't necessarily use the data as part of their business model uh, in the same way that other companies like Google would um, right. to try to sell advertising. And so they mm -hmm. get a little bit of a, of a benefit there from their strategy being aligned with privacy, uh, which, of course, you know, opens them up to questions of whenever they, they might actually be using the data. Um, and, and privacy in general has just become, I think, a really complex issue where obviously all of us like, you know, these free services and we like having the ability to communicate uh, in, in ways that we weren't able to before. But then what's the cost of that? Right. It's, it's a really sticky um, little issue uh, as far as I'm concerned. I was um, thinking more about this, too, about how it's analogous a little bit to how the legal system operates today with respect to, you know, wiretapping and, and other kinds of surveillance that the law enforcement may want to do. Um, they cannot do that without a judicial approval or warrant of some sort. But if they get that, they then can, you know, be listening in on your phone conversations. So how is this any different if a judge says, um, yes, you can open up this phone and find out what's going on data-wise or, as you said, any other kind of uh, tool uh, where, where data is collected, uh, how is that any different and why should it be excluded? Now, I understand that that's a separate question than, than mandating a private company to design their product in such a way that it can be opened up. Um, so I, I guess those are two different issues, but I think there is an analogy there to be made. So where do you stand on whether, you know, feeling like government is big brother and you want uh, them out of your stuff completely versus being okay with them having the ability to look into things if it, if it keeps you safe? Because I would say, I'm on the, the latter side where I feel like I have nothing to hide. And so I feel like I'm okay with backdoors or, or, or wiretapping or whatever it might be if that can improve general safety. And I, I know a lot of people that would tell me, you know, I'm naive, even though you've got nothing to hide. Uh, that kind of oversight can still create a liability, you know, down the road. But I, I still feel like I lean a little towards the side of... I don't need my communications encrypted. You know, what What do I need to be encrypted when I'm just texting back and forth with my wife about groceries or whatever? Um, right. So I, I feel like I would lean towards the side of wanting a little bit more openness here, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I probably lean to that degree, to sort of in your in your lane. I'm a, I'm a little probably little bit more conservative in terms of not wanting all my information all over the place. And, but I think the thing here is the toothpaste is kind of out of the tube, uh, with respect to things being open. And I, and I know it's mostly on some of the free platforms that are using our data for advertising. Um, if I have no problem, I think the government's listening in on, into us all at post nine 11, um, we've pretty much lost most of our privacy with the government. Um, but the fact of the matter is, unless you're, you know, planning something horrific or, you know, doing something wrong, they're not, even if you are pers in your personal life doing something, the government doesn't care. They're just looking m mainly for things that are going to harm the public uh, or are criminal in some way. And so, yeah, I'm kind of like, all right, have at it, you know? Um, and, and, and I think a lot of Americans 
feel that way, to be honest. I mean, if you look at Europe, they're real privacy psycho. You know, I mean, they do not want um, any of the, they have, you know, the laws are tremendously um, strong when it comes to privacy. And it seems like in America, we're already, we, people are so, so, um, so easily put their information out there all over social media and there's, you know, they're basically sharing their lives or their fake lives, whatever it is. And not thinking about the repercussions. They're putting their kids up there. They're, you know, and, and so I, I, I kind of feel like this has already been settled in some ways. Um, and so I, I don't think I, I, I'm fine. I think like you are with, um, more openness in terms of the government being able to be monitoring things. Yeah, I think I can't, for me, I can't believe I said that because that really comes counter to most of my personality. But um, I was going to say that kind of surprises me that you say that. I, but. I, I know. I think I well, part of me thinks that we've already lost the battle. I guess that's what it is. Um, I feel I, I do. I feel like I'm being monitored all the time anyway. So if there is a, a specific case that could uh, needs to be dealt with, that could potentially save a city or save a, you know, any, an individual or bring a criminal to justice. I don't have a problem with the government having to pry into somebody's device in order to verify that or find somebody's location or whatever information they happen to be looking for. Yeah. I, I think that there's an irony on the consumer side too, that kind of mirrors the irony that you mentioned before on the business side, where you've got these businesses that are saying, well, we really need to keep our customers' data private except for the times that we want to use it. And I think <laughs> consumers are saying, well, well, no, you can't look at the details of my life except for all of them that I throw up in the public space anyway. And, and I think there is kind of a philosophical mismatch there sometimes between wanting to have privacy around your life but not really granting yourself that privacy. And and I think we, we know that as many controls and filters as these companies might give us, people are mostly too lazy to you know, employ a lot of those so that they, they would say, here's the boundaries that I'm drawing. It's, it's a little bit more all or nothing. Uh, and again, it sort of depends on which debate they're having where how concerned really are you about your data? If you're really that concerned about it, then you should be taking these steps, but you're not taking these steps. And so what's the right answer here? Right. No, I agree with you. I, um, it, this is a tricky issue and there's a lot of um, hypocrisy on both sides about the use of data and the availability of data. So I, I, I don't know how to solve this issue. I really don't. And I and I don't know that there is anything from if we're just circling back to the beginning here about whatever Bill Barr, the Department of Justice wants, if there's any edict or law that can be passed. And, and perhaps that's the route they're going to have to go is to legislate this. Um, but you're on a slippery slope if the government starts dictating to what private corporations can and cannot do when it isn't involved in some sort of like regulatory thing around safety. Um, but maybe you could argue that this is regulatory around safety, just like something you would regulate in the manufacturing industry for in a, in a, you know, a plant or, you know, in the transportation industry. Um, so, you know, maybe this is just a, a kind of regulation that, technology businesses, manufacturers will have to um, agree to. Yeah, and I, I think that one thing that could happen in the short term here, uh, while 
these things are getting debated at higher levels and before we get to the point of having any kind of official regulations is every company should probably begin having a little bit of this debate inside their own walls uh, and, and start talking about what does data transparency look like. And, and the fact that we, we've mentioned these levels of irony that are, that are in the environment here, I, I think gives a little bit of leeway for companies to have internal discussions to try to determine how they want to be transparent with data, begin enforcing that policy or uh, implementing that behavior, and then if if it doesn't work out, they, they can change. You know, there, there's space here to explore uh, and, and begin to build best practices. And everyone is starting to deal with more and more data. Uh, and I've got a study coming up that we'll probably talk about on a future episode around data management. And I think that this could be one piece of building data management practices is talking about what an individual company thinks is the right level of transparency uh, and then putting that out in the market and trying it out and testing it and figuring out where there might be some potholes. Yeah, I'm probably going to, it's funny you say that I'm going to probably talk about this next week. I'm going to Toronto to do a uh, presentation for uh, the Canadian uh, group of Ver of the company Veritas, which most people know is a storage company historically, but they, um, their real focus now is on data management. And, uh, and I bet if I, I bring this topic up, it could be a hot bit of discussion among some of these people who are going to be there, who are going to be both and customers of Veritas. So you've got consumers out there and then, and then, and then also the people that work for the company and see what their attitudes are and also see how, you know, whether, um, these kinds of discussions have bled into how they uh, work with customers with data management platforms and how to handle their data. Uh, so I, I'll definitely bring this up. Yeah, I'd be very interested to hear what they have to say. And, and this could be a discussion that we continue through the year with our communities and our membership. Um, I, I think it's a topic that doesn't get as much attention. The, the topic of general data management, uh, you know, as I've been doing the study, that seems to be the, the theme that I coming, keep coming back to, that right. unlike, unlike a topic like cybersecurity, where everyone understands it's very broad, um, but it has a high level of priority in the company, data management is something that's very broad, and something like transparency or privacy is one facet of that. Um, but I don't think a lot of companies are talking holistically about their data management. And some of these companies, like you're mentioning, that um, are trying to make their business off of storage or handling data or analysis, um, they could probably lead the way on some of these discussions. Yeah, agreed. I'll, I will definitely bring this up as um, as I'm chatting with the, with the company next week and see you know what they're seeing in the marketplace and how they're trying to position themselves to improve this, but um, this is a topic. I agree. We could we will be able to riff on for the rest of the year, probably. I think the you know there's between privacy, data management, and 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 everything that goes in those buckets. Um, we'll uh, plenty to talk about on Folly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And if if anyone wants to dive in a little bit more to this topic, there's been no shortage of digital ink spilled over the past week or so um, since this is kind of flared up. Uh, and I would give maybe a particular hat tip to uh, Pivot, which is the podcast that Kara Swisher and Scott Galloway host. They covered this topic too, and they did a really good job and a slightly different angle on it. Um, but people could check that out if they want to hear a little bit more. It's a nice respite from impeachment proceedings. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's got to be something else to think about. Oh, there has to. It's been 24-7 on cable. That's or on every channel. But I, of course, I'm a political junkie, so I can't take my eyes away from it. But uh, mm-hmm. I can imagine there's a lot of fatigue. Uh, I am not, and I'm already fatigued. I know. So. Yes, it's crazy. Anyway, my friend, um, I hope you have a great weekend. I will um, probably chat with you when I get back from Canada. I got to go dig out my passport. I haven't gone away like that in a while. All right. Well, uh, good luck finding the passport and safe travels, and I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Bye-bye.